is blasphemy. No. Finally, they did unleash him. No. Ah, this is the no. Hey, Paul. What's up, G? Let's give these people something different. All right. Welcome to the PG Sports Podcast. It's your boy, Paul, Far Sports. And your boy, G. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are so grateful for you listening to us. Paul, tell them something. Oh, man, thank you all for listening. We got another good good show for y'all, I think. I, I think so, so, too. I think so, too. So where are we going? We got a review Week four. Yeah. Week of NFL action. You know I claim the fame. We go worst to first. Worst so to first. Worst performance. Worst, worst performance, performance of yeah. week four to we, you. Now I'm gonna I want you I want I want yeah. you I want you to start this one. Worst performance okay. week four. Worst performances from week four. Uh I gotta I gotta go with, with Tampa Bay. Giving up six touchdowns to to Mitch Trubisky, that's yeah. bad. That's terrible. That's terrible. I mean, come on now, that's that's I, pretty hey, bad. Hey, to Mitch Trubisky, or 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 let me say this: is the fact that the Bears gave up six, or is the fact that the Buccaneers couldn't match the output? A little bit of both, but we're going worse performance. So so in, in my you're going mind, to the Bucks them, defense. Them, them not. <laughs> Not stopping Mitch Trubisky from throwing six touchdown passes, it is mind boggling. It's mind boggling. That's terrible. Yeah, I remember, Matt Nagy is creative now. He's doing some. He, he he's, he's doing a, a lot of different stuff too. with him. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky does not scare me. I'm not going into a game thinking, "Oh my goodness, we got to stop Mitch from from throwing six, six. on us today." Hey, Come on, look, man. Hey, nah, hey, look, hey, 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 now. Nah. If mm-hmm. you don't stop Mitch Trubisky, he'll throw yeah. six on you now. That's obvious. <laughs> That's obvious. But I hey, hey, remember, he will throw six on you. If you mess around if you want to, Mitch throw six on you. No one's ever said that in life, ever. No one has ever said that in no, life. Never. Oh, um... So I that I personally, man, that's that's the I only get, place. That's the only place I could go was I, Tampa Bay's defense giving up six to mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky. That's that's bad, man. That's uh-huh. bad. I, okay, so I I I can I can concur. Um, to my this is gonna be a little off the wall, mm-hmm. but I must say this. My, I, I'm going to go defensively as well. This team won, but it's still fairly perplexing to me considering the situation. How did the Chargers give up 27 to the 49ers? Like they literally only had Jimmy, and they were halfway decent with Jimmy. Then all mm. of a sudden, the Chargers walk in against a Jimmy Garoppolo-less 49ers team and give up 27. Like that was a game, 27-29. That was a ball game. I'm like, dude, the 49ers are nowhere near interesting without Jimmy Garoppolo, and they still put up points. Yes, they did. And I th- and me personally, I thought the Chargers, especially their defense, was gonna be better than what they than what they've shown for that. For that 27 point a 27 29 game, them giving up 27 against mm-hmm. C- to CJ Beathard. CJ mm-hmm. Beathard. That's 
well, that's we, worse. That's worse than Miss Trubisky. I mean, if we, <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we're really talking about it, you know what I'm saying? That Beathard, yeah. CJ Beathard, okay. yeah. 27. If some if somebody going into the week would have told me, hey, CJ, if someone would have told me before the week going going into the week, hey, CJ Beathard is going to lead 49ers to 27 points. What? So they won without Jimmy? That's what I would have <laughs> thought. <laughs> that's what I would have thought. Like, right. oh, they put up 20. Oh, CJ Beathard leads them to 27. Boy, no, they, they win that game. But the Chargers give up 20. So they're in a competitive game, which mm-hmm. possibly with the with the bottom level of their conference at this point. Mm-hmm. Out of the NFC, was it the NFC West? That is the bottom level of their division, and that is a 27-29 game. Come on, Chargers. That's that's you, y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to beef that up to make that to have a chance because I like y'all coming out. I like y'all coming into the year, but y'all are making me regret that as regret, a whole. Regret that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I can't do it. I don't know if I – yeah, the charges, y'all let me down with that one. So, right. Flip, best performance. Best, best performance, week four. What stuck out to you to make you just go, oh, oh, my. Um, I I got to say – Patrick Mahomes left-handed game winner. The, uh, just just that pass, just that just that play. Yeah, just that particular play. Cuz <laughs> I mean he did, he had a he had a good game, but he he didn't have a game at, to the level that he had been playing the first few weeks. But, but that was about the first half and then he made the Yeah, I mean he, the second he half. no doubt, no doubt, but he he was not he was not that way the entire four quarters like he had been up until right. that point. But the the big time moment Left-handed pass. I liked it. I liked like it. left-handed shovel. Oh, yeah. Just get it out of his yeah. hands. Absolutely. And he did the right thing. I, I think that was awesome. I think that uh, was awesome. That's my I, best performance of the week. I, I have to agree with that. And to me, I'm going to say this in in comparison, okay? Mm. I got to go, I gotta go Joe Flacco, man. I, I got to go, Joe. He didn't blow it. He didn't blow the stat line away. But right. I'm saying this in comparison, right? Mm-hmm. You had like, like y'all, the mm-hmm. Patriots. Y'all mm-hmm. had the Dolphins. We did. The, so the Dolphins, what three and oh. Three and oh. They were. They're, sti- they're actually still first in the division. They're uh, the first well, they, in the division. They were. They were at that point. They were at that point because we still had two losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were at that point, even though we beat them, we were still in second place. But yeah, but what ahead. I'm saying I'm, is this: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But in comparison, I got on a Patriot tangent. My bad. Un- understandable. My but bad. what I'm looking at is this: what you the got? Dolphins had a chance to mm-hmm. get a stranglehold on their division. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And they went out there and looked bad. Later, <laughs> later, huge egg. But so I, then, I ahead. like to think that we had a lot to do with that egg, but. Okay. Of course, but I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying what it is. The Patriots, but it is. As far as that's concerned, the Patriots went out and did Patriot-like things, went out and mm-hmm. beat the Dolphins. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is the fact that the Dolphins were 3-0 coming into this game, and then they get the cream of the crop of the division and go out there and lay a, and just lay a complete egg, and you're just like, dog, that was y'all's chance. Yeah. In comparison to Baltimore, who Baltimore at this point in time now has the cream of the crop of their division. Oh yeah, because they, with, they with, with the Steelers brutalized 
the Steelers. And then there. it's like they got the cream of the crop in their division. You know, they're the top of the conference. And if you want to win the conference, win your division, you got to win these games. You have yeah. to. You got the cream. You you're at you you already sitting at the top. Mm-hmm. You got the cream of the crop reeling, and you l- deliver the blow. And somehow, well, I'm not gonna say somehow. Joe Flacco is like Randy Moss. I play when I want to. Somehow, sure. <laughs> he he didn't got that young he didn't got that young bull behind him, and uh, they mm-hmm. had and apparently from what I've gathered, they drafted a lot of young pieces, receive uh receivers and tight ends and whatnot. So of course they needed some time to try and figure it out, but Joe Flacco just didn't say it. I play what I feel like it. So now this year, he's like, "Hey, this year I feel like playing." So this is so yeah. So now they didn't came out there, beat the Steelers Sunday night, and hey, now they and and they lead the division. In my opinion, they they beat the Steelers handily. Yeah, you know. In my if opinion, it, they beat the Steelers handily. It it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a, a typical mm-hmm. Baltimore Pittsburgh game. No, I mean, I mean 10, 13, 10, or yeah. 17, 14 down to the last play. The the the, the game end, was pretty decided. Was, yeah, was decided game, pretty early. The game was never really in doubt to me either. Um. So, any, anything else that stuck just stuck out to you? Before we before we jump ahead here, anything that stuck out to you from week four? Um, the Bengals Falcons game. I think that was an outstanding game. Shootout. It was a shootout. I like that. That was a good, never, good good football game. Never would have guessed that would have been a shootout. I think I Me said neither. that one. I Look, think I said last week that one. Would, I that one caught my attention. I don't care. I don't care what nobody say, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. for cutting you off. I don't Go care ahead. what. Anybody says I know that Andy Dalton has listened to the PG Sports podcast. <laughs> it had to be. It had to be what week week two week. Mm-hmm. Well, or, or, what whatever time it was, I do remember you specifically calling him the Red Rider BB Gun. And <laughs> Andy Dalton heard you call him that and said, "I'm gonna show this guy. I'm gonna show this guy because he has been playing." Some really good Very, football, man. Really good football. Really good I, football. Um, I will say this: I heard, a, I heard a theory, that, and I wanted to, I wanted to bounce it off. I wanted to bounce it off for you one time. Which, what, what you got? That um, a lot of people hold the title of first round talent, right? Mm-hmm. And that when you're the quote quote first round talent, you kind of given a little more leeway as opposed to others of course because because you like i said you've you've seen it seen trades mm-hmm. happen yeah. signings and then you and then you can't tell me to then think to yourself oh he was a first round pick so then you would think to yourself okay this guy might have a little talent here we just got to see if it works now to me i feel like that's what happened with Jameis and ryan fitzpatrick Jameis, first round pick he was ultimately always going to be the guy. Ryan mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, lowly backup, Harvard, whatever round he was picked in, never regarded as that talented of a guy. So as soon as he had that first bad half against the Bears, against the Bears defense who had been, you know, just walking everyone up to this point, mm-hmm. they pulled him, 
put Jameis, and Jameis didn't do any better. <laughs> he literally didn't do any better to me. No, but, he didn't. I mean, then, but but at that point, at, at that point, and as, as much as I was on the Fitz Magic train, right. you know, at at that point, the way he had played, even though he brought him back against Pittsburgh, man, mm-hmm. that, fir- that first half he looked like like wh- how is he even in the NFL? Okay, right. so that first half combined with the whole the the whole first half of the next game, mm-hmm. you know. Nah, I, I, I'm going to go with Jameis. I mean, we, we're not going to go Ryan Fitzpatrick long-term. So I, Oh, Trevor, he was never, to me, nah, he was never, never the, the, the long-term answer so at we all. Got, we got to see if Jameis is that guy. I mean, he sometimes he looks like it and sometimes he doesn't. And more often he doesn't. So Cause, and to see. me, and that's why I say I think that was Time the to thing. Put him to, out there. And that was the thing to me that – uh that was weird to me as far as like the, the leash. Cause you know, that mm-hmm. was my thing for like the last like two weeks and dealing with him was with how, Fitzpatrick. how, with Fitzpatrick was how long yeah. was his leash? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, that yeah. was the thing I had dis- no dis- discussed in my brain was how long was his leash? Mm-hmm. Like how bad, how long could he play bad and they would still keep with him? Because because, like, because we like know Jameis is the, is the is the is who we got is the guy we got to see whether he's going to be able to be our future or not. We know it's not Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that's the thing about it because it's like it's like you said, Jameis hasn't he's there he's the quarterback, but he's not he hasn't done anything to me where I'm just looking at him like oh why not like oh you're replacing Jameis. Like I would never say that as a whole. No, like I wouldn't. I can't. <laughs> I mean, he has he has as much talent, and me, me and you have talked about this on previous yeah. shows. As much talent as everybody on earth knows, Jameis has talent. He's he still has not shown me that you're Don't, worth that you're worth all of it. You know? What I'm yeah, because he's had because he's had bad years, and yes. they still kept with him. But yeah, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out has two bad halves. Basically, if he has four bad quarters, and they're like, "Yeah, they went and jerked that chain on." Yeah, him. So we got gonna get him. Let's gonna get him up out of here. <laughs> and the thing, the thing that that amazed me was it wasn't even four consecutive bad quarters. He had no, a it bad, was half against a, first and, bad and, half against Pittsburgh, and then he looked like Fitz Magic again the second half. And then he had the bad first half against Chicago, the, and then they and, just oh no, let's go. We got to go, Jameis. He's and back then now. they pulled him. Then they they named Jameis the starter. And it was just that simple. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just I, that was the whole thing. I was just, that was my biggest question with this whole fist magic thing was how long would they let it run? Mm-hmm. And obviously, it didn't let it run at all. And uh, yeah, that was just upsetting to me. So, anywho, I'm gonna let you, wait. So we went there. We went there. All right, I'm gonna let you go get this out of the way since we are recording on a Saturday. Thursday night game happened. Yes, the Thursday. <laughs> The it Thursday just, night game with our with 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 our come on you I'm gonna bring you on I'm gonna bring you along man you can uh, come on with us. you can come on with us our go, our New England Patriots go know, ahead oh the, yeah. the, the the Patriots versus the the lowly Indiana Indianapolis Colts with poor Andrew Luck you know oh Jesus poor Andrew poor, poor Andrew, Andrew. Luck. I I hate it for him now I will say one thing though. Mm-hmm. 
I will say one thing. Andrew Luck is still a, a damn good quarterback because the game could have gotten really ugly. Okay, it was 24-3 at the half. Yeah. Game could have got really bad. Now, we we – the the first possession out that second half, man, we had the ball and and I thought that we got the third the third down conversion, but we mm-hmm. didn't. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't. And it was a close play, but they didn't give it to us. We had to punt. They came back down and scored. Right. You know? So that made it twenty four ten. Man, and Andrew Luck, he they I forgot what happened next, but they scored again quick, mm-hmm. real quick. Made it 24-17. It was a game again, and then, you know, we did, as you – I like the way you say that. We did Patriot things. Yeah. And we I, took I, off. It is. We it's Patriot off. things. It's nothing that we haven't seen for the last, what, 18 years now? No doubt. I like to <laughs> – shout out to Tom Brady uh, for his um, five, 500th touchdown pass. Yes. Only, only three people. Three people in history have 500 touchdown passes. So shout out to Tom Brady for that. Uh, it was Josh with Gordon, only person with one, only person to do that with one team. With one of, team Absolutely. of those of those three, it's him, yeah. Peyton Manning, and, and Brett, Brett Favre, and, and Brett. Brett. Mm. Yeah, he's the only one to do it with one team. Absolutely, absolutely. So I and I'm, shout out to Josh Gordon, man. I hope. I hope he uh I hope he stays clean because if he does, he makes us downright scary with Julian Edelman back underneath. We got the underneath route. We got the mm-hmm. underneath route in two different ways though, because Julian Edelman will run the underneath from outside of the hashes or from the slot. And mm-hmm. then you got we got James White coming out of that backfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got we got a lot of different ways to hurt you underneath. We got Gronk, intermediate. You know what I'm saying? Anything in the middle of that field, we got Gronkowski. And if Josh Gordon can stay right, man, we got somebody that could blow the top off the defense and catch the ball when you throw it to him. And he could run. He could run the whole route tree, to be honest. But he's such an imposing force on that outside. He's going to blow the top. He's going to take two people, a safety especially, with him every time. And Gronkowski going to kill whomever underneath, you know. So the the problem with when we had against the Jaguars was Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was on Gronk, and they put a safety on top of him, and none of the other receivers could create any space. Yeah, Hogan so, and crew wasn't getting loose. No, they couldn't get loose. And Sony Michelle was coming back a weekend off of an mm. injury. So he wasn't as he wasn't healthy as he is right now. Okay. So I mean we ran into Jacksonville at a bad at a bad time and they beat us. You know? Right. They 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 beat us and they were the better team. But with Josh Gordon in the mix with a healthy Sony Michelle, I I I like us going forward. Defense mm-hmm. Defense could be better, you know. Defense could be better, but we were we were definitely good enough to stop the Colts. You know? Yeah, the, uh, that's definitely one thing that y'all could do. Y'all were definitely good enough to stop the Colts. I just wish one thing would calm down as far as y'all's Patriots hype. What's that? Can we stop with the Josh Gordon Randy Moss comparisons, please? Why? Can we stop that? Why? Can we stop that? Why? Okay. What? Let me. Let me. Let me. I'm. I am a of a, a huge, a huge, Randy Moss fan. But okay. I am also a huge Josh Gordon fan. If mm-hmm. 
and this is a big if, and I mean, I, everybody knows things happen. You're an adult. You mm-hmm. have your own responsibilities, whatever, whatever. If mm-hmm. Josh Gordon had came into the league and not been interrupted by his own doings and not been able to play football for two and a half years, we that you you would not have ever brought up the comparison of Randy Moss and Josh Gordon not being on the same playing field because he would be every bit of Randy Moss. Oh. And I'm a huge I am a huge Moss fan. I don't think I can stress that enough. I think Moss is arguably Jerry Rice is the best, but arguably the best receiver ever to play the game. So for me to say that Josh Gordon, it would be they would be what and what, man, because Josh Gordon has Hall of Fame talent. He has generational talent. He just couldn't get out his own way, man. That's I like the I like the Randy Moss comparison, me personally. I personally don't because here's the fact of the matter is this. Talent and production are two totally different things. Agreed. No, and, if you're going strictly but from a number standpoint, I, I totally agree. Because here's the thing as a whole. A lot of people would always label Randy as a problem, difficult, whatever the case may be. Honestly, as a whole... The only I've only ever heard media people say they hated playing right. They hated Randy Moss because as far as that's it's like because I've never heard a teammate say it. I've never heard a coach say they didn't like coaching him. Yeah, I've never heard, he was never he was he was never a drug problem. He never mm-hmm. got arrested. It was never anything. What was the worst thing Randy would well, do? Yell well, for the he, ball. But he did run over the 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 parking. I mean the 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 meter maid. The the, the uh, they're not that's not politically correct. I'm sorry, listeners, but the <laughs> the cop that wrote the tickets by the by the meter, and he ran over one of them. He did do that. But the fact of the matter is this: What's the worst thing you heard about Randy? He yells for the ball. Yeah. Hey, throw me the ball. That's that's what most great people want. They want to be productive. They want to do things and be productive, and. Just, I don't know, put like this. It's like you said, all of that plays a factor into it for me. Now, could he go to New England and be productive? Absolutely. Absolutely. But until I see him catch 23 touchdowns, we're going to hold off on that one. we just going to hey, hold man. off on that one. And then I... we're going to be, and then we, we'll see what happens with that. I don't doubt he could go there and be a productive player. He could be, like you said, take the top off. He could take the top off, be a vertical threat. And be somebody that can make some great explosive catches. I wholeheartedly believe that. But just because you got an athletic wide receiver going to the put man, it like put it put it like this. This is he's this is so hilarious. much more. This is man. but this is so hilarious as far as the Patriots wide receiving core is concerned. Mm-hmm. The Patriots had a had a good set of people, you know, Deion Branch, Troy Brown, dun, 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 all of them gone. So then they get one. We're, one we got one receiver talent in Randy Moss. Randy Moss goes there, puts up huge numbers. He leaves. the The next time they get an athletic wide receiver, they automatically throw him into Randy Moss comparisons. That is Man, hilarious. I don't. I I just I I get where I I get where you're coming from. I just I don't agree because as a Patriots fan right. and as an enormous Moss fan, man. I, I cannot stress that enough. Josh Gordon, had he been 
in had he not missed games for whatever reason, he he would have numbers every bit as good as Randy Moss with the same amount of years service in mm-hmm. the NFL. I, I wholeheartedly believe that, man. Josh Gordon is an animal. Yes. He is a beast. He he's a he's to me, he is his his skill set is better than Randy's. Because Ooh. I will say that. He's not as good a deep ball threat as Randy. He's not as tall. I think he can catch almost as good as Randy. But he runs the whole route tree, and he's strong enough to be able to do that. Randy Moss, he, he was a, a, an outstanding receiver in every route that he ran. But he could not run the whole route tree. Let's be honest now. You can put Josh Gordon <laughs> in the slot, and he's going to come out of breaks just like or somewhat comparable to Julian Edelman, if that's okay. what they need him to do. Randy Moss was not that guy. His legs were too long. He couldn't <laughs> do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just that's just a fact of the matter. Right. Josh Gordon, it, to me, his skill set is every bit as good as Randy's. Every bit as good as Randy. He's he's Randy Moss and Jerry Rice combined. Oh my! Well, the declar- declarations today. Oh, we man. have he, Josh Gordon has just as good a skill set as Randy Moss. We're gonna we're gonna he, make that the we're gonna make I've, that the tagline somewhere. We're gonna I, put that. I'm gonna I put this clip somewhere. Like <laughs> yes, I do. I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Moss fan, huge right, huge Jerry Rice fan, and a huge Josh Gordon fan. Man, I think the guy. Man, I just wish. I, and who knows what could have been? You know, I I really wish. He would not have missed time due to not being able to to abstain from from marijuana because he is his his talent is so unreal to me, man. On that outside, he got, I mean, Megatron, Rand, Randy Moss. I mean, he's just he's a package of everybody to me. You know, hmm. he really is. I I like Josh Gordon. Man. I think I think he helps us win another Super Bowl if the defense is somewhat. <laughs> more competent than they are now that i that i will give you he will be a very productive piece on that offense so now like you said so we well poor andrew luck he so mm. he took his l but you know mm. we'll go we'll let that one go all right so we're going into week going into week five i'm looking at a lot of the matchups here to me i only see about two two games that stick out to me I got three, but I got three. I think three we that might, stick out. I think we might end up having the same two. What's your three that stick out? Uh, the Steelers Falcons. Yep, of course. That's a that's gonna be a good one. Yep. Jag Jags Chiefs is yep. gonna be the the best game of the week. Yep. And I, what's your I third? Will, your your Vikings and the Eagles. That's really. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even counting that one. That's gonna be. A, that's gonna be. A, that's gonna be I'm a good game. Not even counting man. that one. Wentz is 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 just is hitting his stride, you know what I'm saying? Even though they mm-hmm. lost last week, but when he's getting more comfortable on that knee, you mm-hmm. know. And the Vikings, Kirk Cousins isn't playing bad football, man. Defense got it. Defense got to get together. They and we are dead together. last in rushing. Dalvin Cook got to get it together too. But <laughs> with with your defense, to me, with mm-hmm. your defense, they know that they got to get it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they, uh, the Harrison Smith out there, Xavier mm-hmm. Rose, man, those guys, and, and hopefully Everson Griffin comes back from from the issues that he was having. You know right. what I'm saying? 
that man, y'all have a stout defense. Y'all yeah. just y'all they just gotta they gotta pull it together and start playing somewhat like they were <laughs> last year. That's gonna be a good game. I think that Vikings Philly game will be good too. Because see, we uh, uh, to move off of that one for a second. Falcons mm-hmm. Falcons Steelers Steelers Go coming ahead. off that Steelers coming off that big loss. Falcons yeah. coming off that shootout. Falcons have lost their last two, mm-hmm. and Steelers losing losing to the Ravens, and it's like Steelers they're still a notable name, but they have really been struggling this year. This struggle. This the defense not playing well. Le'Veon Bell, that whole situation. He's talking about he's coming back week seven. Is is them trying to trade him? Them trying to trade him. Now the Falcons as a whole. The Falcons are going to be in shootouts for the rest of the year. They lost like three very key defensive pieces for Mm -hmm. the year. They lost them early, so they're pretty much going to be in shootouts for the rest of the year. Like if if Matt Ryan isn't throwing isn't throwing four games, they don't have a shot. <laughs> oh God, I agree. I agree. I agree. And the but... Steelers and this this whole thing with Le'Veon and the defense, like I said, I don't. To me, the defense don't like they just have the horses they used to. It don't look like they got the the players that we're no. used to seeing in previous years in years past. Because right. I don't never, I don't think the scheme is bad. Because I've watched Pittsburgh play; it just looked like the guys that they used to have, the guys that would get there, they aren't getting there no more. Yeah. So, like I said, but that, of course, the Steelers, Falcons, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, you'll always, they'll always. Yeah, I mean, be, that's a, interesting. A, anytime you have a, a, a in the, as far as NFL right now, mm-hmm. they're both they're both would be considered. Tier one quarterbacks, so it's Matt Ryan on the bottom half of that tier. Oh, agreed, agreed. But I mean, hey, with his resume, you got to put him up there. So MVP. So yeah, MVP. So hey, anytime you see two of them, two of them guys squaring off, I mean, it's gonna be a, it should be a good game. You know, should should be be a good game. Yeah. But the the Jags, Jags, Chiefs, Jags, Chiefs. Boy, put it like this: the Chiefs can't stop a nosebleed. The Jaguars' offense isn't isn't mind blowing, right? So basically, you have the marquee matchup of the Chiefs' offense versus the Jags' defense. Number one versus I, I don't I don't quite know where uh, where Kansas City's offense ranks, but the Jags are number one in defense. Who cares? Is Jaguar defense versus Patrick Mahomes? Enough said. <laughs> like. Number one in points allowed, excuse me. Like, because literally, it's like, we got Patrick Mahomes, the guy's been lights out, throwing left-handed shovel passes, scrambling out the pocket, strong arm against this swag, this swag-atastical defense, Jalen Ramsey talking smack to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, the the return specialist. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, he made a Pro Bowl. As a return specialist, I made it as an all pro corner. He made my, the pro my bowl. position. My, my position. <laughs> <laughs> I made I he made the pro bowl as a return specialist. So I really don't see this matchup that you're talking about. <laughs> I loved it. Guys, you it. have to put it like this. Anytime I'm just scrolling during the week and I scroll. And I see Jalen Ramsey trending. I just go, yes. Oh, I, yeah, I got to yes. go see what he did or what he thank said. You. If it's I scroll Twitter and I see trending topics, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you so much oh, yeah. for this goal. Before I even read, before I even listen to what he said, I just go. Absolutely, thank you. I know he. He gives you gold every time. He gives you gold every time. I love it. Love him to death. No, 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 but no. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you know what? We both agree that this is going to be a game. Do the Chiefs lose? Possibly. Do, uh, I'm cool. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put a stake in the ground. Uh-huh. Oh well, if you want me to put a stake in the ground, yeah, they lose. The Jags. You think the Chiefs lose this week? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah. think they do. I'm picking defense over offense. Jalen Ramsey is not going to do to Tyreek Hill what he thinks he will, because if Tyreek Hill gets behind him as fast as Ramsey is, he ain't Tyreek Hill fast. No one's Tyreek Hill fast. Nobody is Tyreek Hill fast. So, but I, I do think I, I. I think I love the Jaguars defense. I think the Jags win. You think you think the Jags win? I'm yes. going I'm going Chiefs. I don't think I don't think the Jaguars offense even though the Chiefs can't stop anybody, I don't think they I don't think they put up enough points to beat them. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> what you I think what you're going to see is a lot of first half is going to be jocking 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 they're going to be going back and forth both of them playing good ball. And then that I think that Jags defense is gonna tire out, and they're and I don't even think it's gonna be a, a blowout. Like I think they, I think the Chiefs just make like one or two more plays more than the Jags, and they come out with a with a between three and seven victory, like a three to seven touchdown, like no more than a touchdown, no more than a touchdown. They 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 make one well, or two more plays. I I agree. I mean I I agree with that. I just I think it's gonna be the other way. But yeah, I don't think. Neither of them are gonna beat the other one bad at all. No, no, not no. at all. I, I think I think that put like this. I think what is what's gonna happen is the this is the tape people are going to look at and go, okay, here's how we slow this whole thing down. Yeah, but at the yeah, I do agree with that, and they'll try to mimic it. But at the same time, nobody nobody, nobody, nobody has, has the, the personnel. The Jackson, nobody has the Jacksonville's dogs like no, that. No, nobody. They don't have they don't have that type of personnel at all. Only no. uh, uh, the the Rams have somewhat comparable personnel to the Jags, but not mm-hmm. even they don't have the the complete package. You know no. that the Jags defense. The Jags defense together is better than the Rams defense. And not by much because the, mm-hmm. the Rams have the outstanding defensive front mm-hmm. and they have the lockdown corners. Mm-hmm. But they don't have lock lockdown safeties. Their mm-hmm. linebackers are kind of weak. The Jags whole defense is it's above just... they're above average. At, yeah, at, 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 at minimum in a position above. Group, they're above, they're <laughs> above. above average. Yeah, like they they got a bunch of guys who can really play ball. Oh, yeah. That's why I say I don't. I still I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs still take it. I don't. I doubt. And and to me, they take it because I don't trust the Jags' offense. That's just me. I don't trust the Jaguars' offense. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles got his money. He gonna show you. He got to show everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. he they say he he's been looking more comfortable, which is good, and that said that's led to him you know making a lot of more plays where people are going oh okay, but mm-hmm. I I just still don't I don't trust the I don't trust the Jags offense I don't trust Blake Bortles I don't trust that whole thing I don't trust them to make enough plays to get a tight to get the plays and a tight win I just 
the Jaguars don't do it for me. But since you like the uh, since you like the Vice and the Eagles, I would love to hear I would love to hear you break this one down, please. I want to hear this. Vikings Eagles, two teams that people will probably thought they'd be four and by this point in the season. Right. Are that's well, why that's why I think it, it's gonna be one of the better games of the week is because mm-hmm. of the expectations before the season started that everybody had for both of the teams. Because we're looking at a because we're looking at a Vikings team that's one, two, and one, and an mm-hmm. Eagles team that's two and two. That's two and two. Mm-hmm. Their records, now, their records going their, going into the year. They both be four and zero. I I, I would uh, well the what the Vikings would be five and or four and one four and one five and zero. No, they're one two and one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they'd be three yeah, and one yeah, four and zero. Yeah, we're one two. Yeah, we it'd be yeah. like four games. It'd be three and one possibly to the Rams. Three yeah. and one four and zero. Yeah. And going into that, you thought this game would have been a blockbuster. Probably would have done a flex schedule in week four and moved this one to Sunday night or something, but. <laughs> They didn't, I'm just like I said, I just don't see. I want to know what it is that you see that you say, okay, this could be a good one. I would love to know the this. fact that, like, like I alluded to earlier, the Vikings, they they have a losing record right now. They have to win this game, especially considering how good the Bears are playing and the addition of Khalil Mack. They have to get back on track or they're going to fall too far behind. You still got Aaron Rodgers, and now you got the Bears that are playing really good football as well. So they can't fall too far behind because the, the NFC North is a, tough, is a tough league this year. You know, it's a tough division. Yeah, because it was just a two-team race. Now it's a legit three-team race. Absolutely, a legitimate three. Absolutely, absolutely. It's legit. So, so I race. think that in conjunction with Carson Wentz getting back, you know what I'm saying, even though they lost last week, like I said, but getting back used mm-hmm. to playing competitive football again after the knee injury, I think that's I think that's gonna be one of the outstanding games of the week. It's gonna be a good one. Well now I've always heard different I've always heard different philosophies, coaching philosophies and whatnot being in the mm-hmm. NFL. I've not been in the NFL, but the saying is they always break the season down into quarters. Teams play 16 games, so they try to break the season down into four-game increments. So now I think this would be a good Mm -hmm. idea. Let's break the season down for us into four-week increments. We have a quarter of the season over. What has been your biggest noteworthy thing Mm. From the first four weeks of the well, season. Well, I I got a few, actually. And we, well, go ahead. Nike we, could, we could we could talk about all we don't have to talk about all of them in depth. But I, I got a few. Whatever yeah, whatever so, you want to The Le'Veon Bell situation with the Steelers, of mm-hmm. course, is one of the, the bigger stories of the year. But mm-hmm. the Earl Thomas injury in Seattle now in that that whole right. saga, that whole thing, is in just... <laughs> conjunction with the Le'Veon Bell situation, because Earl Thomas was in the same situation. He just he right. decided that he was going to go though. He re- he decided to report. Right. Now he didn't get the long term deal, and now he broke his leg again. The same leg for what the second or third time. 
Okay. So right. now Le'Veon Bell is looking like a prophet to some people. You know, that yes. were that were saying that, oh man, he's putting he's not putting the team first, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Earl Thomas is the example. He's the example of why Le'Veon Bell is doing what Le'Veon Bell is doing. I don't have a problem with with Le'Veon's holdout. You know, the man that there's a certain amount of years that you can earn good money in the NFL, and he's trying to take it. He's trying to maximize that that time period. You know, so I, right. I can't I can't be mad at him. So that's that's uh, go go ahead. You want, you want to speak to that? You want to speak on that? Oh, rest, first, first thing, rest in peace to the Legion of Boom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a great Absolute. era. I love the me Legion too. of Boom me era. No, don't, don't you ever talk about yeah. me. Absolutely. <laughs> Boy, I was. L O B. I watched man. that interview. I watched that interview and I smiled from ear to yeah. ear. The the the, the, the Legion, Legion of Boom. Boom. Rest in peace to the Legion of Boom era. One, one of the one. greatest defenses ever. One. Of, and now I'll say this too. And now I see what people talk about when they refer to like legacies and whatnot, mm-hmm. and how like I understand as a whole why Richard Sherman and them was so was so pissed off about that interception in the Super Bowl because now we're like lob one Super Bowl great defense good mm-hmm. run but then imagine if they could have pulled They'd off been two and zero right oh! the whole. Would the, have whole been like, the whole yeah, narrative absolutely. changes. The whole narrative changes. We're talking. We if if that team, that defensive led team, could have pulled off two Super mm-hmm. Bowls, one against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we we're 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 probably talking about the greatest defense to ever walk the face. That we're talking about. We're talking about them in conjunction with the '85 Ooh. Bears or the uh, the Purple People, the, 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 the Steel, Steel Curtain, Curtain. That whole man. Thing. Wow. That's oh up, man, we're talking about them. putting a lot. Nah. We're talking about them. That's up that. there. But if they would have pulled yeah. off two. They'd yeah. have been up there, so I I kind of understand a little yeah. more now because now that whole era is over. Le'Veon, as far as this concerned, has been a whole saga. Um, to me, the whole Earl Thomas thing, just him and then him getting hurt and then apparently flipping the bird, and I still don't to this. They still say he was doing it to the Sox Seahawks sideline. Me personally, I don't know who he was doing it to because. If you see the camera angle, he's on the Cardinal sideline, which means the Seahawks sideline is way on the other side of the yeah. field. And he just flipped the bird to that general area. Like, he didn't do it with his – let me see. What would be his right hand, I think, because that now would have been to the Cardinals. But he did it with the hand that was on the field. So, honestly, there's no I, – I, I find it hilarious to say that he was flipping off the I think he was when he was way across I the think field. He was. You have no idea no. who he could and have been I, I, to. Me being but, me, I was trying to like look at his eyes and see what direction he was looking. <laughs> I mean, you're right, <laughs> but him it, just looking inside it was just in one was just, general it, direction, yeah. direction. And he's, I guess, but like this, had he been on the Seahawks sideline and like rolled by Pete Carroll and flipped in the bird? Oh, okay, yeah, that was that yeah. was for Pete Carroll. But he was on the other side of the field, and he flips the bird. But everybody assumes he's flipping it to the Seahawks sideline, which I don't. Which to me, I just say there's no way of telling who he was flipping off. But you can obviously see that he was very uh, upset, upset mm-hmm. about the whole situation. Yeah. You know, especially the whole thing, just him wanting to go to Dallas, them not picking him, them not picking him up, and then now he done got hurt. He wanted his money. It was all the whole thing, but. 
Le'Veon say he's reporting week seven, which is mm-hmm. great because then he gets a game check for a bye week. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. And then he'll show up. I said if I'm Mike Tomlin, I still don't I still don't play him. But no. Whatever. Sure. I still don't play him. I I don't play him at all. I just let him because I don't know how many people just because you can't tell me that a situation like this, him holding out, creating then them them not playing well. Mm-hmm. That a lot of guys won't have some feeling towards that, and that won't create a divide in the locker room. Like I said, that's just me. I, I think play. there's already, but teachers, I think there's already a divide in that locker room. Uh, he's he's definitely not gonna help. He's not gonna help the locker room. I will say that. But that's so just me. We can't have a first quarter review without talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, because first, for first, what? first, two, first two, QB two? in NFL history to throw for 400 yards in three games. Because the first two weeks of the season, he could absolutely, do no wrong. <laughs> absolutely. And that second half against Pittsburgh, he couldn't do any wrong. Couldn't do you no know? wrong. I mean, he no had wrong. one of the greatest – I mean, he had the greatest first half, first quarter of the, the season that we've ever seen a quarterback play, which is crazy. <laughs> You know, but we right. we've lived through the the quarterback era. You know, we got to see yeah. the we we were young, but we got to see Joe Montana and Elway and and and, and you know what I'm saying we got to see those guys. Right. And we also, and Marino, we also got to see Brady, Manning, Breeze, uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? We we've we've seen mm-hmm. the best quarterbacks to ever play. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing for mm-hmm. me. I'm a see if I could find it. Somebody give it to me. Oh, they not y'all are not gonna help me out with this one. I'm trying to find the Buccaneers record real quick. Someone right now? give me. Yeah, they, what is the Buccaneers record two right two. now? Okay, cool. So question. If I would have told you, hey, there's a quarterback that's going to come in and throw for 400 mm-hmm. yards, 300 yards, four, three 400 four. yards, and, yeah. 400, four, 400 yards games. for three straight right. weeks. First time in NFL in history. NFL history. He comes in, throws for 400 yards, and in those three, and, and beats the, the division champion for the previous year's division champion and throws for 400 yards in three straight games, and their team is two and two. You go, oh, that was a good start. <laughs> Obviously, they got some things working on offense. Whatever's going on, they maybe had a game or two slip away from it. But obviously, they got a quarterback. And if I told you that he had one bad half and got replaced, you'd go, what? <laughs> he got replaced for one bad half after throwing for 400 yards for three straight weeks? Yep. What are you doing? That was Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it... it. It is. Like I said, we know the we know the we know the context of this situation, right. but it's hilarious to think that, that that could happen. That that that's what we're looking. The first four weeks of Tampa Bay mm-hmm. season, they come out against the division winner the, from the previous year division with division winner in their home opener, lights them up forty eight points. Oh my! Come out week two, four hundred yards, gets the win. Come in against Pittsburgh, bad first half, great second half. To almost brings them back. Next game, lays an egg. <laughs> hey, lays yeah. an egg. First half, lays an egg, and then they pull him 
and now they're back to the other guy, and you're just like, okay, so did those other 400-yard games just not even matter? I don't know. It's just, to me, I just, like I said, to me, he would have had, he would it would have took him being way worse to pull him after that first half just because I don't see where I don't see anything that Jameis has done up to this point to make me just go, okay, Jameis, save us. Right. Uh, so that was that. Or what what else you got? Um so Khalil Mack and the impact that Khalil Mack has had on two different franchises. Two different might as well say two different franchises and a whole division. Two different divisions. Because if the Raiders had Mac on defense, I don't think the offense would be as bad as they are. I will say this. Uh, there were a few games in there where they could have used one of them strip yep. sacks, and they possibly could have won. They possibly could have been a, a game changer and won them a game or two. So two different divisions, uh, two different two, two different team franchises. That is, that is amazing. That's Scary. amazing to me. You know, I mean, I, I think that's a that's a big thing in the quarter of the season that one man can have such a grave impact like that. Uh, what do you, what 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 you got? I got I because he was because here's the thing about Khalil Mack to me. Khalil Mack has literally went from the AFC West to the NFC North, and we and, and during this very show, we've said out of our own mouth. The NFC North is not three team is not three team race. <laughs> yeah. Because of that one human being. That one human being has now made the NFC North a a a, a, a legit three team race. Going into the season, we thought, okay, Minnesota got the talent. Green Bay got Aaron Rodgers. You know, we'll see who kind of wins out there. And then that's the, you know, this trade happens and Chicago's leading the division now at three and one. Mr. Bisky, hey, call it what you want. Mr. Bisky throws for six. And now you got Khalil Mack coming off the edge, just causing all types of havoc. And now. Havoc is, a, who's havoc say- is an understatement, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> he has been unreal the past few games. It's, and it's, and it's, to me, it's weird. Um, let me see. I think a quarter season review I'd have to have is one. Um, is it just me, or is it a lot of overtime games this year, or is it just no, me? There is, there, there is. Like there, last week there was mm-hmm. three. We had two that ended in a tie. Mm-hmm. Was it New Orleans was the first one to actually win a tie to win an overtime yeah. game? <laughs> like it's been a lot of overtimes and four. Uh, what was that last week? They had like three. They had like five of five fourth quarter comebacks. Three of them went to overtime. It's like there's something about this league is I think some about it. You still have the cream of the crop, as no I doubt. Think. But something about this league is starting to tighten up now a little bit. Cause I don't remember it being this many overtimes and this many whatevers like this early in the season. Like we've literally had a we had three last week. I can think of five overtime mm-hmm. games off the top of my head in the first yeah. four weeks. I I might can remember maybe seven throughout a year. Right. Yeah, if that. If that. If mm-hmm. that. And that's just me. And that's and this is literally just me spitballing right. at this point. I just said seven because that was like a number I just conjugated in my head that 
it's normally not this many no. overtime games throughout a year. And I can think of five off the top of my head within the first five yeah. weeks, within, within the first four weeks. And I'm like, wow, this league is something about this. I think the offenses, the colleges, this college offense, people running, people putting up points mm-hmm. or something. I don't There's, know. It's something going on here that this league is the the it's starting to tighten up here. The NFL is and, is the league with the most parity of the professional sports. You think so? Oh, oh yeah, of the professional sports. I mean, basketball, you got four teams, three, four teams every year that you everybody on earth knows are going to win it all, and. I bet you could say baseball has a lot of parity, but basketball, I mean, but football, anybody is liable to be able to win it. Any given Sunday. Absolutely. That is a a true statement, you know what I'm saying, with the NFL. Any given given week. In college, yeah, it's not like that. You you, you be, no, 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 no. It's not like that. Oh, look, but like it's, it's Saturday. I just watched uh, Texas beat Oklahoma. Texas 19, Oklahoma 7. Oklahoma with Kyler Murray having to put up 60 points just for no ungodly reason. And that's, you know, Texas just beat them. That would be the biggest upset. Right. <laughs> and that's probably the biggest upset of the right. year. And that's two, two ranked, ranked teams. teams. Like pretty yeah. – yeah, like, but then you got games like Alabama, Arkansas. Oh, my goodness. Alabama just beat them by like – they just beat them by like 30 for like yeah. no reason. Yeah, they put up what, 65 <laughs> was, points? I mean – yeah, it was. I mean, on, yeah, it was. That's, it was unreal. They said when when college, we're pretty much in college is three or four teams. Um, <coughs> the the ticky the ticky tackness of this uh the, roughing the, the passer rough, call. Yeah, the the body weight. But what? How oh, are you okay. gonna tell the my body? Come on, man. The, Come on. The body. Now keep in mind, as a whole, okay, I am all for making the game safer. Like when I heard about they was trying to implement this tackling thing to let kids learn how to tackle earlier, great, I love it. Um, hitting guys with the crown of the helmet, great, I love it. Okay, then you started losing me about that falling into the quarterback knees thing because we all know that was just because Tom Brady, and even on that play, because here's what killed me about it: that happened, that play, that rule came into effect when Tom Brady blew his knee. But no one cared when it happened to Carlson Palmer and he blew his the exact same way. Nothing changed then. No. Nothing changed then. But when Tom Brady falls, when someone falls into his knee the same way, oh, then it's a new rule. And then we got the body weight yeah, debate. That's, and that's it's just, terrible. It's just too much. Because even then, it's like we're getting to a point where, even with that, it's like this. The NFL as a whole has learned something. Quarterbacks brings ratings, which is fine. I am not against, you know, quarterbacks being somewhat protected. But then it's getting to a level where it's like we're good, we're, we're just gonna put a red jersey on them during game day and just play two in touch with the yeah. quarterback, and everybody else is like live action. Because I think back to even before this rule changes and stuff got that bad, I still think back to a few years ago with New Orleans. They was playing the 49ers, and I think a mod Brooks. Was rushing oh, yeah. the edge, and he the, stuck up. The Niners would have beat, beat the Saints if that man. That was terrible, terrible call. Put man. it like this: I and he st- all he did. He was still being yes. blocked, and he just stuck an yeah. arm out there yeah. to just grab yeah. anything. And he caught. He didn't even hit him. He caught him around the neck. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a collar. Like he caught him like a like high neck, like high chest, low neck area. It snatched him up, and they threw the flag. And of course, like you said, they went down and won it. The I was uh I had a different job. 
the guy, one of the guys I was working with was a devout Saints fan, bleed black and gold, the whole thing. When we showed up to work Monday morning, he looked me square in the face and said, my Saints fanhood couldn't allow me to look at that play and say that was a good call. <laughs> he said, I looked at that call and was like, oh, my God, what are they doing? If Drew Brees was 6'3", that wouldn't even be a call. He'd hit him in the stomach. Right. <laughs> like, he said, my Saints fanhood couldn't let me say that was a good call. Me, He said, me being a Saints fan, I saw that and went, oh, my God, that call was terrible. <laughs> and that's why you knew things was getting bad. That was the that was the biggest thing for me, this whole roughing the passer call. This, I don't know. And then one thing we'll do. We 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 had a long show. We had a long series of shows when we first started, you know, going through our predictions of each conference, of each division. We're four weeks in, and now let's just go through the division winners. Let's see how right or wrong we were. We got NFC North with the Bengals three and one. We both that was got that definitely wrong. wrong. And 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 Grant <laughs> and Grant was over here. That, he was a guest that night. He 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 was yeah. wrong as well. Yeah, because we all pick we all pick Pittsburgh yes. on that one. We all by a Pittsburgh lot on that by one. a lot by by yeah, a long shot. Absolutely <laughs> by a long shot. AFC East, the three and one Dolphins. Where did I put the Dolphins? I think they put the Dolphins like third or fourth. Um, you put. I you wonder, put them higher than I did. Uh, I think you had Miami second. No, I, I know I had a, no, I had no, I had Miami third. The Jets, Jets second, second. yeah, because you like tie bowls. You did. You did. I like yeah. tie bowls, and I remember I put the Bills did the eight and eight Bills. Boy, I, boy. <laughs> you said the eight and eight. Yeah, bills. I, did, I was man. like, what? I did, and you you did exactly what you're doing now. You did that then. Yeah, oh, you were God, right. I couldn't help Absolutely. with that one, <laughs> but right. the eight Nate that was terrible. But yeah, with the the three and one Miami Dolphins, we got I, you. You couldn't have told me Miami was gonna be three and one, especially no Ryan Tannehill. This the this does okay. We'll do this. I like that. This hit me as I go. We'll we're gonna rewind it back. Three and one AFC North Bengals. Do they keep it? Mm. I, I I think they do. I I do as well. I think I do think Pittsburgh gets their gets their act together, but they're gonna, they're gonna be too, be far, too behind. far behind once they get their act together. I think once they get their I act think together. they're in trouble. Yeah. Then we got this AFC East Miami Dolphins. Do they keep it? No, no. I know you. No, I that. mean, uh, <laughs> I, but I for all of the reasons <laughs> that that I alluded to earlier with our offense, man. Mm-hmm. If if we get Bro, I mean, even if you don't like the the Moss Gordon comparisons, bro, our offense <laughs> will become reminiscent of that 2017 with Moss. If mm-hmm. it, if everything stays the way it is now, we got a running game, man. Sony Michelle has been playing some good football. We got right. so many things you got to worry about. I I agree with you. Miami doesn't keep it yeah. either. All right, we're gonna drop. We're gonna go to NFC North with the three and one Chicago Bears. I think me and you both had. Did we had them last? Did, that, did no, we put Chicago? No, four? I think we had Detroit fourth. 
we I think we both had Detroit fourth. But we never would have guessed they would have been the top of the no, division. No, no, I, no, no. Do three and one Chicago Bears, do they keep it? Mm. Mm. Man, I, I I I find it hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers, man. I really do. That's if I have to be a betting man, no, they don't keep it. I honestly, I, I honestly, as a whole, I don't think they keep it, but I don't think they fall below second. No, they're not gonna fall below second. Which to me, which means this, and we're telling that means that's telling me that Chicago is a viable playoff Definitely. team. Which I don't, Definitely. I think that's, I think that's a very realistic expectation for the mm-hmm. Chicago Bears. At Definitely, point. I don't think like either put it like this: either, either Green Bay or Minnesota takes first, and Chicago's be second, and one of them teams gonna miss out. Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't see Chicago falling below second. If they end up third, I'll be in, I'll be in total shock. I won't, I'll, I won't. That know defense to is too good for them to be third. Right. Now we're going NFC East, mm-hmm. the two and one NFC East because the white the Redskins had a mm-hmm. bye week, but the Redskins are leading the division at this mm-hmm. point. And the, those Redskins are only, they are only giving up fourteen point <laughs> seven points per game. That is unbelievable, man. And then that combined with steady-handed Alex Smith, yeah. he doesn't he do, doesn't spectacular do spectacular things, but he does. But he doesn't turn the ball over mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. You can you can afford to not be like this with with Alex Smith at quarterback. You're not chaotic, right? <laughs> and if you can avoid being chaotic at quarterback, you're mm-hmm. good. So two and one Redskins, do they keep no? It? Because uh, Carson Wentz is is just what this that was two games he has under his belt for the year, right? Um, he's getting his footing back. Alshon Jeffrey is back, his main his main right. target from last year. So I and Jai is there for a full season this year. I I think mm-hmm. the Eagles get it together. The defenses they're deeper. I won't necessarily say they're better, but they they have much more depth. <laughs> I mean, you got. You got Michael Bennett, who's complaining about playing time, although he's not complaining. He's a team guy, but he he's saying he <laughs> he's used to playing 80% of the More. snaps, and he's playing like 55% of the snaps right now, you know. So, right. so I mean, that, I think the Eagles, they get it together, and they, they take the NFCs. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Because to me, I, I think I see the – Cause I think we wind up seeing the Redskins drop. I think that the Redskins might drop the third. I'm not quite sure. I don't know, but I'm with you. I don't. I don't think they keep it. All right. Uh, AFC South, the three and one Titans. Do they keep it? The three and one Titan? No. 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 no? You think Jacksonville Ab- comes against them? But you got to realize this, though. The Titans do have the thorn in Jacksonville's side. They done beat them three times already. They have. <laughs> they have. But eh, I don't think. I don't think it matters. Think I don't so. think it matters. Jacksonville is the, is the better team. And I like Tennessee's I th- team. I, honestly, here's my thing. As a whole, I think Tennessee gets it because the Jacksonville schedule is tougher. True. I think I think the Jacksonville schedule is tougher, and as of right now, the Titans have beaten the Jacksonville Jaguars three times. So at this point in time in this season, they can split one and one. Yeah. And and 
I think I think I think the Titans might hold on to this one. I could be wrong, which is fine. I'm allowed to be wrong. <laughs> but as, as of right as, now, as four, many... four weeks into the season, three and one, I think the Titans can hold on as to this. As many one. times as we've been wrong so far that we've been going through. Yeah. Man, we've been wrong. I think we I think be, I better, think no no okay we were we were right. <laughs> we were right on our la- these last three conferences we got mm-hmm. right. AFC West with the Chargers with the, with the Chiefs four and zero. We both got that right. <laughs> I so you you think the Chiefs hold on? Of course, to of course. All right, I think that's an easy yeah. question. Let's try mm-hmm. this one. What's the record? End of the season record. What you thinking? Because mm. remember, our remember our season depended on remember I take depended on Patrick Mahomes, and now and we've seen we Patrick we Mahomes. see that Patrick Mahomes is the truth. He he right. is the truth. Because we both agreed that this team could easily be eleven and five or nine and seven, based surely on Patrick Mahomes. So, <laughs> I I think Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. Okay, right. So are it not? I mean, sustainable? No, they're not gonna they're not gonna go undefeated. Excuse me, because but they mm-hmm. ended their record at the end of the year. If we if we go by. All right, mm-hmm. they got. Let's see, you got Jacksonville next. That's a. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm taking possibles here. Just just trying to gauge mm-hmm. the record. That's a possible mm-hmm. loss. New England, of course, I think we're going to beat them. The way Cincinnati's playing, I still think they beat Cincy. I think mm-hmm. they beat Denver. I think they beat Cleveland. I think they beat Arizona. They lose to L.A. The Rams. Uh, they beat Oakland. They mm-hmm. they beat Baltimore, they beat Los Angeles, they beat Seattle, and they beat Oakland again. So that's what one, two, three. I think they they end up with they're gonna lose more than three games. I think they end up with four losses this year. Because honestly, you want to one of them losses. I think they could what? be Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Baltimore why that's why ball. I kind of hesitated there. But yeah. I think I, <laughs> Baltimore's winning the ball. That's a possible loss. Yeah, I think they lose. I like I like twelve yeah, and four too. They lose four. I like twelve mm-hmm. and four. All right, so then we got this one right. Mm-hmm. The NFC South, the three and one New Orleans Saints. Yes. Do they keep yes. it? Yeah, yes. me too. Because I, I don't see Atlanta doesn't scare me. Tampa Bay's too wishy washy at quarterback, and Carolina. Wait, not Carolina. We now the only thing we got wrong was we. I thought Carolina was going to be third. Atlanta be yeah, second, I, but I, said I, have been, I said they were going to be right behind the Saints, but you did. You you said Carolina no, was going to be second, Atlanta, and as of right now, Atlanta sir, has a lot of injuries, you know. But I really don't think that those injuries would have played that big of a role. I still think they'd have lost the games that they lost, even with the stars that they have missing off of the defensive end. You know, I give no disagreement, no extreme disagreement there. So then. Last one, of course, the one we got mm-hmm. right. NFC West, 4-0, St. Louis My Rams. Super Bowl pick. Your Super Bowl pick. Do they keep it? Absolutely. Without Absolutely. a doubt. It's Absolutely. not even Absolutely. not even questionable. Not even close. No, not even question. They're going to win that division. Like, it's 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 not even fun. But we said that just based off talent. Now, watching them play. Um, oh, yeah. Oh man, Bruh, is it not? Forget that division. It's not even teams in that league. This mess. Think, think about this. Is it not? Is it not amazing that that division went from possibly 
the best division in football. Um, when when Kurt Warner was there with the with the Cardinals, you know, you got the, the mm-hmm. great Seattle defense, the Legion of Boom, Jim Harbaugh, you know, and, and I mean that 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 and you got. That conference yeah. fell fast. Oh, it did, but they were they were dominant for three years. You know, they yes. was like there was a point in time with bar where bar none very vividly the best, remember best division in football. The, like I remember the Cardinals. NFC I think West. they were still trying to. They was in NFC West. I think the Cardinals were still trying to get their act together. They were still trying to figure some stuff out. But I remember very very vividly thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it no? No, the, it was the it was no. the Cardinals and and Kaepernick. No, it was the Cardinals. And, and the, the, yeah, the Rams was trying to get their life yeah together. the Rams. Yeah, it was the it was the it was the Seahawks, the, the, Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the and the Cardinals. Niners. Yeah, yeah, and them three teams were they were dominant playing they bigger, were, very yes. dominant. And that conference has fell yeah, fast. That, that division <laughs> has suffered it badly, very badly. badly. So anywho, I think we got enough to try and get this one wrapped up. Let's go and get my socials and whatnot. Well. Hey, you know, as always, check me out at www.farvesports.com. Uh, definitely check us out on Facebook at PG Sports Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, we're PG Sports Podcast. Twitter, at PG Sports Pod. You know, hey, please, y'all continue to support, and we appreciate the support you give. Like said, we very we do we very much so appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Oh my so give you my I'm giving my Twitter. Your boy G C L Y A B O Y G C L Twitter.com. And um once again we thank you so much for listening. Paul, got anything else you want to add? Nah, man. I, I just wanna say we appreciate everything that y'all support that we do and uh see you next episode. Wait, I got What's something. Up? I'm AJ Lynn and Jacoby. Oh, I, 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 I heard, I heard your voicemail, man. I like that. I'm AJ Lynn and Jacoby. I like you that did. show. And I didn't think it was going to make it, but you know what? You got to put yourself out there and give it a try. And I made it. I'm happy for me. That's, Y'all go check it out. The clip of us, awesome. the clip of my, my voicemail made to the show. I posted it on the PG sports, uh, Facebook page. Y'all check it out. And beyond that, Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Peace.